Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening in Boko, immigration officer shot dead and two others critically injured. NDC parliamentary vetting, Abdul Fatal disqualified from Tamale South race. And also in other stories this evening, NPP to hold presidential primaries on November 4, parliamentary in February 2024. And Commonwealth Hall case, University of Ghana wants all vandals judge removed from case and injunction quashed. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. An immigration officer has been shot dead at Boko in the Upper East region. Two other officers are fighting for their lives at the Boko Presbyterian Hospital. The three immigration officers were driving from Boko to Misiga when their vehicles were shot by unknown gunmen, resulting in the death of 42-year-old Philip Morte. The other two officers, Eric Aibia, 30, and Lawrence Afri, 42, were shot multiple times and are being treated at the Boko Presbyterian Hospital. The incident occurred April 3, 2023. No arrest has been made yet. It is unclear why the immigration vehicle was shot at by unknown gunmen on its way to the Misiga station in Boko. In another development, unknown gunmen assassinated Imo Rebello, a yellow yellow tricycle operator, also on Monday. Some residents blamed the killing on the long-running Boko ethnic conflict. Now, in other stories, the National Democratic Congress has disqualified Bawa Abdul Fatal, a parliamentary aspirant in the Tamale South constituency. The MP aspirant, after his vetting, wrote a letter to the party seeking answers to why he was disqualified. But the Northern Regional Vetting Committee of the party, which disqualified him on Monday, April 3rd, in a statement, explained that he did not follow the party's guidelines in the submission of his nomination. Among the party's guidelines which were used to disqualify Professor Abdul Fatal was that he admitted to the vetting committee of not being an active member of the party for up to four years before filing to contest. The party in its statement added that, therefore, the Northern Regional Vetting Committee of the party has been left with no choice but to inform you that you are not qualified to contest in the party's upcoming primaries for the Tamale South constituency. The party said he has the liberty to appeal, wishing him well in his political career in future. We wish to inform you that you have a right to appeal against our decision if you disagree with our determination of your right to contest the primaries of the party in the Tamale South constituency. We wish you well in your political career in future. The NDC stated in its statement, the party on April 3 started vetting some of its parliamentary aspirants across the various constituencies. 
Now, the governing new patriotic party NPP has set November 4, 2023 as the date for its presidential primaries to select a flag bearer for the general elections in 2024. However, if more than five candidates fail to run in the primaries, the party will call a special congress on August 26. The nomination period for the presidential primaries will begin on May 26 and end on June 24, 2023. The party has also announced that the parliamentary primaries will be held in February 2024. Nominations will be accepted between December 2023 and January 4, 2024. This means that the party will choose its presidential candidate first before its parliamentary candidates. In addition, the National Council has barred the National, Regional, Constituency Party executives and the MMDCEs from contesting in constituencies where the party has certain members of parliament. The party has also approved detailed rules and regulations to govern the conduct of both the presidential and parliamentary primaries, which would be made available to the public in due course. The NPP said in its statement signed by its general secretary, Justin Kodia Frimpong. Now, the University of Ghana, UG, is seeking to remove the judge hearing the substantive case between it and some students of its all-male Commonwealth Hall. The institution's management wants this decision taken because Justice Francis Obiri supposedly had an affinity with the hall. This was included in a motion filed by Kobuna Edusei on March 31, 2023, explaining that the judge's relationship with the hall and his conduct of the case so far suggests a real likelihood of bias. According to him, Justice Obiri was officially attached to Aquafu Hall as a resident during his undergraduate studies. This notwithstanding, he stayed in Commonwealth Hall throughout his undergraduate studies and was actively involved in vandalism and its ideologies. In a supporting affidavit, the UG's pro-vice-chancellor Professor Gordon Awandari said he is reliably informed that the judge during his student days was officially attached to Aquafo Hall, but was at all material times during his, his studentship in the University of Ghana, resident at Commonwealth Hall, definition a vandal. He added that Justice Obiri was the lead assistant of the then chief vandal, a very revered office of vandals by the alias chief Korea. Professor Awundari said this situation has the propensity to affect the nature of the proceedings, for which reason he wants the judge restrained from the case, citing an instance from the February 9 hearing. This comes after an Accra High Court ordered back in January 2023 for the University of Ghana management to refrain from revoking the residential status of continuing students in both Commonwealth and Mensa Saba halls. This decision of the court was issued after some disgruntled students filed an interlocutory injunction on January 6, 2023. Now in business, the Association of Ghana Industries AGI has become the latest business community in the country to slam parliament over the passage of government's three new tax bills into law. AGI, in a statement signed by its chief executive officer, Seth Chum Akwabwa, 
said the passage of the bills is detrimental to the economic growth of the country because they pose very dire consequences for industry. The association says it was not consulted prior to the introduction and debate of the bills and that its submissions were not considered. We denounce the lack of stakeholder consultation on such fiscal policies which have negative impact on businesses. AGI took steps to make input to the bills and it's obvious that our submissions did not receive the considerations we expected. It also mentioned some hurdles including inflation, VAT, increased utility tariffs, etc. already confronting the business community which the government and parliament disregarded to have the three bills passed. AGI also warned that the new taxes will force industry to cut down expenditure and production volumes which would eventually affect the revenue the government is seeking to rake with the passage of the bills and called therefore for engagements with the various stakeholders to forestall future consequences. Now moving to some sports this evening, President of Rugby Africa, Herbert Mensah, has called for more support from World Rugby to the sports in Africa because of the enormous potential for growth of the sports on the African continent. He said this in an exclusive interview with Al Jazeera in the aftermath of his election as president of the sports body on the African continent. Citing the growth of football and basketball in Africa via FIFA and the NBA respectively, pumping millions of dollars into the ecosystem of either sport, Mensa called for something similar to be replicated in rugby. Other sports are looking at Africa differently and we really need world rugby to do the same if we can convince them that a stronger africa needs stronger rugby stronger rugby means more people watch the game more people watch the game means more revenue comes in ultimately for the government body it is a mindset for us here in africa and for the donors outside to really look and say we haven't done enough and it's time for us to sit up and do more Ghana ranks 86th in the World Rugby Rankings as of January 2023. Now in showbiz, actor and TV show host Harold Amenya has revealed he lives a very normal life unlike many other celebrities here in Ghana. Speaking to Joy News Becky, the actor said that unlike what people assume being a celebrity is like, he likes to do everything by himself, including running errands, adding that he hates it when other people do those things for him. Asked about what it is like being in the limelight, Harold Amenya said that, I don't really know what it means to be a celebrity. I only dress up and show up at events. If that's what it means, then that's what I do that probably makes me look like a celebrity. Touching on how he survived under the spotlight, the actor said a person must have the mental fortitude to survive in Ghana. You need to be mentally strong in the sense that you are not moved by what people say. Of course, it is good to have compliments, it is good to have fans, it is good to have people shower praises on you. But guess what? If that gets to your head, then trust me, the criticisms and negative comments will also get to you. So it is good to have balance. Harold Amenya is a Ghanaian actor, TV personality, fashion icon, a host and businessman who has worked as a brand influencer 
for popular brands including telecommunication giant Tigo. He made his acting debut starring in a 2012 TV series XOXO. Amenya moved on to feature in several Ghanaian movies and series, both Akan and English, such as Four Play Reloaded, Anna My Tears. A sting in a tale, wedding night, every woman has a story. Sadia and Eden, Amenya became a household name after his commercial for telecommunication giant Tigo dropped that yam, which also featured Ghanaian actress Na Ashoko. In 2019, through the Ministry of Tourism, Art and Culture, and the Barbados Movie Production Company, Amenya and other Ghanaian actors were selected to star in a Year of Return 2019 movie titled Joseph. He played the character Me. And that's how we draw cuttings on the evening's bulletin on Ghana Talks Radio. Do well to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us at Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play. To listen, the news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation.